Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! How you feeling this Welcome week, Welcome back, T-Rod. It's nice to be back. Had a nice, long, extended weekend yes, with sir. a taco guy, a U.S. Open, some child baseball, a... Disneyland trip. What else you got going, Slay? Yeah, I, I, I did a little bit of everything. You had a lot of steps. First off, happy Father's Day Thank to you. you. Thank you. Hope you had uh, hope you had a nice weekend. Yeah, we had to hold it down for a couple of days. You and know? also we have pet fathers in the house. You pet know? fathers, pet dads, well, right. as important guys. Yes, no. yes, very important. No, critical. <laughs> I don't know, Trav. Critical. It's a lot of work. P- human beings. Animals. Nope. I'm I don't think you see still that. fathers. Still fathers. I don't think you see the ranking of how <laughs> probably sixty five percent of Yo, people think. I understand that your side is more popular, but I'm not uh I'm not being swayed along the way. It's you, nice to be back. you basically it's like you went on the Oregon Trail. You walked <laughs> It's about it's about what it is. I've walked eighty eight miles since Thursday. Just about. Just about. We did a full day of walking at the U.S. Open on Friday, which was amazing. Enjoyed Mm -hmm. it. I know that, look, I understand that a lot of the stuff that's being written and talked about was not super complimentary of the setup at at LACC. I loved every minute of it. I I absolutely loved it. I had a great time Somebody complaining? What? Yeah, and, and it's not me. Which is which is very unusual, right? I like to complain about things. It's one of my hobbies. I, I enjoy it a great deal. Uh, it was I had a great deal. It's on your Twitter profile. It, it is. It mm-hmm. should be if it's not. Uh, we had a great day out on Friday at the Open. Walked about honestly eight and a half miles according to my phone. And we're all saying all hilly and everything. Very hilly. Okay. It's uh, it's not an easy walk, but How it's a beautiful beers? walk. Uh, only a handful, maybe okay. four or five, something <laughs> like that, over eight hours. So yeah, no, nothing, nothing. It's hard to walk eight miles and drink a lot of beers. That's just not a, a, a winning combination. I believe in you. I believe you can do it. It's too much. You just needed it for the carbs, honestly, probably. You it was nutrition. <laughs> I made a huge mistake. I ordered something that I thought was a uh, Greek chicken feta wrap sort okay. of situation. No chicken in it. It was the vegetarian option. Made a huge uh, mistake, so I uh, I ate well good. on the. Go- it was very good, yeah. but I'm like, there's not a lot of chicken in here. Started opening it up, like, yeah, no, no, there's there's none. Looked at sure, get out of line. <laughs> there's we got people behind you. Looked in the ingredients list, I'm like, no, I ordered the wrong <laughs> thing. This is this is not it. This is not it. But but it was great. It was great. Had a good Father's Day yesterday. Awesome. Um, put another. Maybe eight or nine miles on the odometer on my feet at Disneyland Dude, with Disneyland the family yesterday, yesterday too? with the fam. Yep, it was a uh, it was it was a full full day. Now I was properly fueled for Disneyland because okay. on Saturday night, yep, Taco Guy, right, Taco Guy, and he was the Taco Guy. He didn't leave, hung out, plenty of food to go around. Uh, it was Jorge's folks. In fact, I know yep. that we talked about that at the Mandy's. Um, just, just an excellent, excellent taco guy experience. It was, uh, it was tremendous. I had a okay, great let, weekend. Did they me, have carne asada? They had carne asada and chicken. We had two only, different, only because they had no choice, right? Because <laughs> we requested. Yeah, if the you carne request, asada. you have to, yeah. you know, obviously accommodate to the customer. Multiple. Sauces. I could have seen Jorge saying, "No, we're not bringing carne. <laughs> we're not bringing carne asada." An executive also, decision. Disneyland, were you there like right when it opened through when it left? Like what? what Neither of those, but very close to both of those. Right, we got there around nine. 9 30 
and we left around eight. Wow. It was and you're going again bit. after the show? I will not be going for a while. I scratched Why? that itch. It was it was more than a... You work for their company. Michael and Kelly stayed longer. We took tickets. They're like, we want to stay till midnight. I'm like, well, I'm not staying until midnight. That's not happening. So take a second car. How did they, and they say stayed. it? I want to stay till midnight. That's a combination <laughs> of the two of them at the same time. It was great. It was, it was, it was a very, very nice weekend. The photo is so good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty the photo, good. So it's that a, was the first of multiple plates. Yeah, and Trav and I were basically just sharing photos for the last couple of days. I don't think I <laughs> shared any. Wow. I think you just kept yeah, sending well, them. No, it's the way that that works. It's one step at a time. <laughs> I understand. We're getting there. We <laughs> just <laughs> met. Right. right. On Friday, we, uh, Al told us that you had sent a photo. And we all tried to guess the content of the photo yeah. and like tried different things. We, we got it pretty down pat. It was. Which one, is it going to be? One, is it going to be a it? selfie? Is it oh. going to be you of the, of the greens of of you eating uh, uh, some type of food or a drink? Yeah. Yes. And it ended up for the first one end up being you and Beto. Oh, so, okay. but, oh, it, was, yeah. but it was still a selfie camera. Like it was still like taken as a selfie. I think Beto took that one. Okay. Well, no, you had yeah. your uh, and then you also selfie had stick. was. <laughs> I said you. I you said had a you beer owned, in hand, so well, that sure, also worked. Sure. I said you owned a selfie stick eleven times, I think, on Friday. <laughs> I just was trying to get it out that maybe, maybe you ordered one, maybe you had one for the course, and you were out there walking around. <laughs> we, I, I could have used. Look, you, there's plenty of room to to go around. It, the crowd was not overwhelming. There was there was lots of room. You could get all the way back behind. I guess that would be the thirteenth green, and yeah. here are the monkeys and the peacocks from the Playboy Mansion that are going bonkers out there. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Got a nice. Up close, well, up close is the wrong word, but view of Lionel Richie's estate, which is bananas. Also, just that, so I, what's funny is I saw a TikTok about the monkeys and the peacocks yeah. this weekend, but it's true that Hugh Hefner essentially was not allowed to be a member of the LACC, so he bought property right next to it and then got the monkeys and the peacocks to make noise so people can enjoy themselves in the course. Is that correct? I heard the same story. I don't know if that, I know that he was not a member there, but mm-hmm. the, the motivation for the monkeys and peacocks, I had not heard <laughs> that, but I'll believe it. I'll, I'll sign up for that. That sounds amazing. I love when the ego doesn't come into play and you just kind of let well, things they're just peacocks. Right off your back. The membership there, I think, has different sensibilities than Mr. Hefner did. I think that they don't really see a lot of things the same. I die. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, it. with different strokes for different yeah. folks, as yeah. they say. How was your weekend, Sleep? Weekend was good, man. I was down. Uh, I think I'd mentioned everybody I was going to go to the Padres Tampa game nice on game. Saturday. Um, yeah, it kind of threw me off a little bit. I'm down for the whole. When your squad gets on national television, you're supposed to cheer that on. When you're actually going to the game, and now it's three hours earlier than you thought it was going to be, and you have to drive from L.A. around 1130, it took about three and a half hours to go down to San Diego, Mm -hmm. is what it is. Um, But man, beautiful, beautiful day. Like a really, really nice day, and you're playing Tampa's got the best record in Major League Baseball. The way the Padres won that game. Full house. They so. They've, that makes such a big difference. They've already hit. Last yesterday was their I want to say their twenty third sellout. They already hit most sellouts they've had in a season, and we're in June. Since ever since they opened Petco Park. Oh, since Petco Park. Since they opened up Petco Park. Okay, so they already hit their. So Petco what opened two thousand four? I want to say something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so they hit their most sellouts. So to answer your question, they scored the the game I was at. Um, they scored two runs. And they got two runs off three straight bunts. <laughs> and that's not a joke. It was two small to nothing. Yeah. They're playing small That was ball. it. That's great baseball right there. I was okay with it. 
My girl thought it was the most boring thing ever, which I don't blame I'm her. I'm a baseball person. I'm with yeah. her. I, 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 I'm going to need to see some hits. Is I'm it worse than like a sack ball. fly? They, there, there needs to be doubles and home runs. There can't be First just off, doubles and home runs, yeah. but you need the ball needs to be a put A bunt compared to a sack fly, a bunt is Both basically terrible. a three-run homer Both. compared to a sack fly. <laughs> Both awful. Both awful. How about you, Em? How was your weekend? Well, didn't start off great. So Friday, uh, yeah, I, know. I uh, oh, watched man. my uh, beloved Who's just blow oh, yeah. it. Just blow it in the end of the game. So that was fun. Was but that was, the 6-5 game? What was the game? Wait, did they have a one-run lead late? So they had a one-run lead. No, they had a two-run lead going to the ninth. Oh. And then gave up three runs in the bottom oh. of the ninth. So, And also, I was at a movie during everything up until the eighth. And then I turned it on. I was like driving. I was listening to it, and then they hit all those runs. And I was like, "I this is my fault. This is what I blame for myself." But it's double I think the same way. It's double elimination in the College World Series. They had another chance yesterday, and again failed yesterday. Two in a queue. So, yeah, that's what they say in baseball world slate tournaments. Two in a queue. Two it, in a barbecue. That's was, Taylor uh, texted me that this weekend. It was not fun. <laughs> two but, in a barbecue. Q. All the pictures. Q. Yep. Barbara. That's exactly what he said. Q. Yep. Yeah, but then other than that, <laughs> I babysat had a bunch this weekend, so I spent a lot of time doing that. It was really fun. Got a lot of uh, kiddo time, and it was really great. Called my dad on Father's Day, and awesome. it was nice to talk to him. Nice. Nice. Dad had a good Father's Day for... So he was driving back from Pittsburgh, so they, I called He's them. Bringing in more cars. Is that? He's bringing it's in more cars far. to the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. But... Uh, <laughs> It's like six, seven hours, That's a long and I called them at like two p.m. and they were already home from Pittsburgh because they went to Pittsburgh for a uh, wedding. Right into all the Swifties, uh, so they were st- the wedding was at a hotel in downtown Pittsburgh, and so there was both a Juneteenth celebration and the um, the Eras tour was in town, and so uh, like everybody was very much dressed to theme. So either the Juneteenth theme or Eras tour. So it's either sparkly, uh, a lot of sparkly everything. So my mom was sparkly just, like what? Give me. A- an example so like Eras tour stuff shirts? is like people just wear a lot of like um bedazzled things and sequins ah. and jewels and color and all that good stuff so love bedazzled exactly so essentially you're walking out of pittsburgh Hinesfield or acresher park or whatever, whatever covered in glitter <laughs> glitter soaked steeler stadium that's exactly what i would expect coming out of there all right uh the dodgers are terrible all of a sudden the the nba free agency hasn't officially started but it seems Doesn't like it's matter. in full bloom yep. already chris paul headed to washington bradley beal headed to phoenix what is this mean for the Lakers? We got a lot to get to. It's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Did you look carefully at the uh, taco picture that I sent you? Because that that stuff in the middle of the plate, that's okay. not guacamole. I think you're thinking that's guacamole. It's not. It's not guac. It's not. I had a feeling that you see no you didn't ask the the proper follow up question so I was just waiting for an opportunity. I it's, love the colors too. It and... looks it, it looks it's that avocado salsa mm. that's got cucumbers in it that Jorge makes. Oh, the yeah, spicy yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the spicy one. It was so good. I'm just saying. It There's was, is there any avocado? Yes, that's there, okay. There, in the there center is center there. The yep, little bit, yeah, it. but it's mostly cucumbers mm. and it was fantastic. Cucumbers, lime. Habanero and salt and the thing let's I like go. Most, radish. The thing I like most about it, I love all the colors. Yeah, it look it, a little bit of everything. It's a little man. bit of everything. A little bit of chicken, a little bit of steak, salsas, rice, beans, avocados. One plate. Well, that's one plate, but that was not my only plate. <laughs> I'd be so disappointed <laughs> if you said like, "Yeah, no, that's all I got." It was so we had a little event for my grandmother, mm-hmm. um, and there was me. I I think there were about thirty of us there. And I saw most people go through the line more than one time. So there was a lot of food, and it was wonderful, and I can't wait to go back. Do you do the thing where when you see him going back, hey, you're going again, like <laughs> nope. just to bring attention to nope. them, kind of shame them a little because bit? Because I, I know that I'm right behind them. I know. I, I, no, was I know not, that. I was not the first person in line. But it makes you feel line. better for when you go back in line. Wasn't the first person in line, and I wasn't the first person back in line, but I was in the top five in both. I, I I I don't know if I would have been on the metal stand, but it was back close. in there again, Dad. It was great. Save some for the rest of us. <laughs> it was terrific. Um, okay, you guys tell me. I know the Dodgers have been bad for the better part of a month. They're twelve and eighteen in their last thirty games. Mm-hmm. That they've looked like ish the entire time. That they just that their bullpen is dreadful. Their starting pitching is a wreck. They're running the bases poorly. Their defense isn't very good. And they are officially in third place in the National League West. Yep. My out of my mind that I I'm not all that worried about it yet. I, I know that there's not help on the horizon. I know that they're not going to go make a bunch of big trades, I don't think, but I think this is just an example of a team that's a little bit better than average, playing way below average for a long period of time. I think they're going to be all right. Am I out of my mind? So I guess this is my question. Um, Then I assume they were playing out of their mind when they were also 12 games over 500. I think so. I think they were overperforming at that point. Overperforming. So then I think based off of that, um, I think if we go back to what we thought, what were what was usually the conversation about the Dodgers before the season started? I've been complimenting them since the beginning because I think they've been unbelievable. Now, I know, like you just said, 18 or 12 and 18 over your last 30. Yeah. It's also how you're losing. What For does it sure. Look like? What's the product look like bad. when you lose a game? It looks bad. <laughs> you mentioned something. This was on, I think it was Friday night, the Mookie Betts base running. Yeah, it was awful. It's like, what do we... It, it didn't even... It also doesn't really match what you think... A player like Mookie, he's not going to make mistakes like that. But I, I, I'll go back to this. If we thought before the season started that the Dodgers, hey, there's a good chance they may not even win the division. But there's never a question of, are the Dodgers going to make the playoffs? That's always the, I think the outlier is, they're going to make the playoffs, and then whatever happens, happens. Julio's been out. Dustin May's been out. Um, Gavin Lux obviously didn't have all season. Bueller, you most likely won't have Mons all season. Mons is IL right now. Um, Muncie's on the 10-day IL. They're also missing big pieces and have... Didn't they have a game? Which game was it? They had eight of their of 
eight rookies play in a game over the course of, of one of the games here sure. over the weekend. Sure. So I, I think this. I think I would be a little concerned because they're not playing good baseball, and to think that the youngsters are going to carry you, I think that part is the one piece that I'd say I got a little concern of. But I think at some point, if they also started turning things around, it also wouldn't be a surprise or a shock. The 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 stretch that they've gone on, at least over the last month, it should be somewhat concerning. I mean, I, I don't think you just kind of turn the page and say, no, everything's fine here. The good news, if there is any, is that this is the, the National League doesn't look to have a ton of great teams in it. You look at the the Braves, and they're twenty games over five hundred. After that, it's all kind of slammed together. No one else looks particularly good. I still think the Padres are going to be in the mix. I think that the Mets will figure some things out. But the, the the Dodgers are in a really weird spot where being average, they're, they're average at the right time, if that makes any sense. They're average in a, in a year where the whole half of the draw on that side is average minus Atlanta. Dave Roberts talking here a little bit about the losing streak that they've been on. This is a long one. This is as long as I can remember. We're obviously trying to find solutions and... I like the idea that Tony's going to go tomorrow. And so, but we've got Logan Webb, who's, who's uh, just as good as anybody out there. So, um, we're going to have to play good baseball game. As far as level of concern, not concerned overall. Uh, it never feels good to lose, certainly over a stretch like this. We've just got to focus on playing good baseball. If we do that, you know, it'll turn. So that was him before yesterday's game. Okay. They lost yesterday's game. Mm-hmm. First time they got swept by the Giants in Dodger Stadium in like 10 11 years, years yeah, 10, 11 like years, something mm-hmm. like that. And and they got passed by the Giants yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're not playing well. They do not have, you know, the, the whole thing, hey, look, let's just get through it. That Julio will be back and Dustin May will be back and Bueller will be back. We get these, like there isn't this, all these guys are going to come back and everything and all these guys that you're leaning on won't be necessary. You're going to have to just get better performances out of what you have. As bad as Vezzi has been, as bad as Almani has been, and all the and Gratterall can't get a swing and a miss. Yep. Their bullpen has been dreadful. You're going to have to either figure it out with these guys or you're just going to continue to lose. There aren't a bunch of guys available to to go get. There's a ton of guys that want to be buyers at the deadline as opposed to being sellers at the deadline. I don't think you're going to see a ton of players move around a lot. I don't think that they're going to be incredibly invested in this. But you bring up the the the, the interesting part of it, which is, are they going to be able to hang around long enough to make the playoffs? Because the division all of a sudden is wide open. I mm-hmm. think you could make a case for the Diamondbacks, for the Giants, for the Dodgers, and for the Padres. I think all four of those teams could at least lie to themselves and say we're in this. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Do you just kind of say, all right, well, we got three wild card spots? Do you maybe move a little bit earlier than you thought you would to try to have to make a move? Or do you just say, you know what? We've been in the playoffs every year for whatever it is, 10 or 11 years. If we miss, we miss. We're still in a great spot moving forward beyond that. It's a rebuild. It, it is, but they got way too many good players for it to be exclusively a rebuild, right? Can you rebuild when you have Freddie Freeman and Mookie, uh, Mookie Betts and, and Will Smith and Max Muncy? Like, that's a Clayton Kershaw. That's a lot of guys to consider it a rebuild. I know they're trying to have it both ways. We yeah. talked about that. But you're starting to see how thin they are in some of these spots. And it's not like, oh, well, he'll be fine. There's a very good chance that a lot of these guys will not be fine. Well, I, I, the bullpen has given you... Ugh. They've given you no confidence that something's going to change. And they really haven't. Now what's happening that's kind of interesting is the starters are a little bit more less dependable as well. You can have... sure. I mean, listen... uh, I'll use Gonsolin as an example. Yesterday, 
Gonsolin, I want to say perfect through three, gave up runs in the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and yeah. gave up a good amount. I think he was seven was on him. All mm-hmm. seven were, was on him. It's going to happen. He pitched poorly. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's not going to happen. Bobby Miller finally got tagged. Okay, well, he was also undefeated since he's came in. You you just imagine that that's going to eventually kind of correct itself, whatever it's going to happen. The problem is, I think what you said too, that there's an expectation that comes with the Dodgers, and they could be six games above 500 and have a bad month, and now all of a sudden there's Dodger fans booing them. Now all of a sudden there's... What their is going play on? is worthy of booing. I'm not a booer, but their play deserves to be booed. I don't have a problem with the booing, but it's this... You create expectations every single year. Yeah. And then the moment that you're not living up to what those expectations are, whether realistic or not, whether fair or not, because they are doing what you said, they're rebuilding in the process of winning. Like that, these They've connected the two together. they got a lot of young guys that they're bringing up. And we're getting a chance to see, does that player have potential? Does he not have potential? You're going to need a lot more time for it. But I just go back to that is they have created a – they only win – that's it. They're coming off 111 wins last year. Nobody thought they were going to come in and get 100 this year, but they create an expectation that every time you look at them, you're just expecting them to win, and they're not doing it. And they're playing also, it's not good baseball. That's the bigger issue, I think. I think you're right about that. Is there any way that this is somewhat similar to like the Rams last season? I know, obviously, a completely different way and took a constructed team, but you have the top, very top heavy right now with a bunch of young guys, and they're gonna they could be disappointing and worse than you think they're gonna be. Like we're trying to maybe convince ourselves that they are a good team that's gonna fix it. That yes, that last thing could very very well likely be true. This oh they'll be okay. Well why? Well because they always are okay. But when you actually stop and look at what they have and who they're playing, and what they're relying on, there's no reason to think that Alex Vezzi is going to turn this around. There's no reason to think that Almonte is going to turn it around or that Gratterall is going to get a bunch of swings and misses. There's I anybody's been, thinking that. There's been no indication. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, they're, you know, they were really good last year. Okay, you had the best bullpen ERA last year, fourth best, number one overall, three years in a row, the start, the, the entire pitching staff. Now you're down near the bottom. I think they're 26. They were 26 at one point, yeah. and I think that was before the weekend. They, 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 might, be, they might be moving the other way. Game. Yeah, they're... Yeah. they're when you really look, Freddie's fine. Second base, Miguel Vargas, it's okay. They haven't had an answer at shortstop all season long. Mm-hmm. It's a black hole. There's nothing there. Muncie is hitting home runs, but not doing much beyond that. J.D. Martinez has been great. Will Smith Can has been great. Can he keep it up? Right? right. J.D.'s been really good. Uh, Mookie's been great. Mm-hmm. Outman, great start. Really, really not very good since then. And yeah. then left field, you got kind of a revolving. Like When you really stop, and t- we've talked about the pitching ad nauseum, when you really stop and look at what they have, they're okay. They're just okay. And there isn't this, hey, it's going to be fine. They're going to bounce back. It's, no, they're going to be in a fight through this the entire season. They're not going to pull away. The Potters are going to get better. The Diamondbacks appear to kind of be sitting right there. They're going to be in a fight through the end of this. And it's they've been in fights before, two years ago with the Giants, right? But it wasn't because they weren't very good. It's because the Giants were playing out of their minds and the Dodgers were just like, all right, they're going to come. They ended up winning 106 or seven games. That's not going to be what this is. This is going to be a win 88 games, 89, 91, something in there where, you know what? The last weekend of the season, the last week of the it season. It could come down is, to whether they make the playoffs or not. And yep. it, that, then it comes back to what you were saying a second ago. How are you playing? And right now they're playing like garbage. Mm-hmm. They're running in the outs on the. It, it just, there's nothing about it's it that looks right. 
And that brings us to the next topic, which is this. How much of that is on Dave Roberts? How much of what you're seeing right now is Dave needs to do something? He was asked that question. We'll hear from him. Do you think Bill in Chatsworth, who <laughs> we just labeled and right. picked a place in Southern California, will call in and tell us that the guy can't manage a Home Depot. That's a bad example. Home Depot is really tough. Imagine <laughs> you got to run the whole Home Depot. A lot of departments. You got the cement mixers. You got. There's a lot going on there. Going to manage a subway. Yeah, Subway seems more his speed. Yeah. That seems more his speed. We'll do that. We'll hear from him. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so here's something incredibly cool that we're doing with my pals at Rotolo Chevrolet and Capozio Buick GMC. We here at ESPN 710, we're teaming up to recognize 10 high school juniors and seniors who have excelled in both the classroom and in the community. If you go to ESPNLA.com, you can nominate your child or a student, and the 10 all-star students will receive $250 in cash plus a VIP experience at our 710 ESPN All-Star Friday event on July 14th at the West Covina Sportsplex. You can make your nominations today at ESPNLA.com. Special thanks to Rotolo Chevrolet and Capone. Posio Buick GMC for giving back to the community. Great chance for win a little money and have a great time on the 14th at our softball events, Lee. And I don't know if I'll be able to go deep again. We'll see. We'll see. While you slow played last year like I've never seen before, all you did was talk about, I don't know, I've struck out before. Twice. Twice in one game. In one game. And then <laughs> you get the inside pitch and you turn on it like I've never seen. I did turn on it. It was nice. Cappy gave me a little bit of a meatball on that one. Yeah. It's still... It's not a slow play. It's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to me on a baseball field. Nobody's I can, it anymore. I can catch and throw. Yeah. I can do that fine. You mm-hmm. hit me a ground ball, I'm going to catch it. I'm going to throw it to you. It's going to be online. You're going to be able to catch it. You saw my first at-bat where I grounded out eight feet from home plate. That's more like it. Yeah, but that, I almost feel like that's more of the setup. <laughs> I wish I were that good. <laughs> I wish Talk I were about good play to chess. Hit it right off the end of the bat is when the dirt went <laughs> spun and just like created a little hole in the, uh, in the dirt right there. So where does Dave Roberts land on the responsibility meter for how this team has been playing? And, and, and I'll, I'll, let me let me just say this. Yeah. The Dodgers are playing like you know what. Mm-hmm. They look bad. Not only are they losing games, they're looking 15 to nothing, one of the worst home losses in the history of the Dodgers. You got swept by the Giants at yep. home for the first time in a long time. You have not played clean baseball. You got lost two out of three to the Reds, lose two out of three to the Phillies. They're not, you're not looking like a quality baseball team right now. 
What part of that is Dave's responsibility? What part of it is just he can't make Alex Vezia throw? These guys are coming to games where there's no better option mm. to go to. How much of it is that is his responsibility? Because as I'm seeing it, they're playing bad, but it's not like, why did you do that instead yeah. of that? It's just there are no good moves to make at this point. So here's the only thing I would say. You're not wrong on that. I would just say if it's not Dave Roberts' fault when you're losing, then when is yeah. it Dave Roberts' fault? And I, and I, and Meaning what? When they're winning, yeah. he's getting a lot of credit. From who? I think just in general, right? Like Just look at, look at what they've done over the true. last... I think that... The Dodgers get credit, and when mm-hmm. you hear them say like the Dodgers put this thing together, that is almost always a Andrew Friedman thing, a front office thing, a scouting thing. That I don't know. Dave, Dave gets credit for being a likable guy and yeah. really good. What's the phrase? Good players the manager. Soft mm-hmm. He's yeah. he's very good with the soft skills. Players manager. But I don't know if anybody's going. Yeah, Dave. Boy, he turned the Diamondbacks inside out with that move last night. It's more like he got really good players and he puts them in a position. Let, to let's succeed. use let's use a postseason as an example. Postseason as an example. Oh, well, Dave's not making any of the decisions. Right. All right. So it's like you almost feel. So when do you when when do you get a chance to criticize the manager? If when in big situations, guys, they already wrote the script before, mm-hmm. and you can't go after Dave because it's like, no, no, this is a front office decision. They do this. Mm-hmm. Well, if they're losing games now, you lose twelve of eighteen, and now you're sitting in third place, which is such a a weird place for the Dodgers to be. It's not like they're 10 games There's back. 90 games left. <laughs> There's 90 games left, but it's just the, I think that was the front of the LA Times. Dodgers third in NL West. It's like, <laughs> all right, I guess to let's let's find a way to be a little dramatic about it. Sure. Um, I feel like there are a lot of times, maybe, maybe listeners are more critical about Dave Roberts, but I think there's always this, well, no, it's not on Dave because I guarantee you it was the front office that was making those decisions. Then when do you put any blame on Dave? I, I don't. This is why we've been going around and around on this for years. I really don't think he has a lot to do with the decision-making. I think he has a lot to do with managing personalities. I think he has a lot to do with communicating to the media and communicating to his players, communicating inside the organization. I think he's part of the decision-making team. But the credit goes to who put the team together, who signed this guy, who didn't make this guy, who drafted these guys. That's the stuff. It's like, for instance, Tony La Russa, Jim Leland, these guys that were given credit for being really good in game. Buck Showalter right now with the Mets is yeah. given credit for being one of those guys. That, oh, he stole a run from here, there. He got the matchup he wanted. You never really talk about that with Dave either way. It's like, and not negatively or positively, but what does happen, this is this is new, right? Mm-hmm. That at some point, and this is ultimately what Don Mattingly ran into, is you just, all right, it's not going exactly the way that we expect it to go. You're not going to swap out 20 guys, and they still got some really good players, but it is starting to a little bit like, are you going to do something to fix this? And this comes into the urgency versus panic thing that Dave Roberts was talking about. There's a managing with urgency, and there's also a, uh, a panic or forcing something to happen. You still have to let the game unfold and, and watch the game. I'm curious what Dodger fans think about that. 877-710-3776, 877-710-ESPN. Because I personally, yeah, Al, yeah. I agree with him. When somebody goes up, when Miguel Vargas walks up to bat, what would you like Dave Roberts to do at this point? When Clayton Kershaw is on the mound, what would you like him to do? There's only, you put in the lineup card and then you watch the game and you see how it unfolds. There are some decisions to be made along the way. But I'm not watching these games in real time going, what is he doing? Right? That doesn't happen with him. Mm -hmm. It's more like, 
Yeah, these guys aren't playing very well. And I think there's a subtle but meaningful difference between those but two. But let, let me just use that as an example. If the team is not playing good baseball, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. He can't tell Mookie Betts what to do on the on the base pads on a Friday night game. That probably costs the Dodgers the game. He can't there, you can't he put did. that on his shoulders. At the same time, when the team is not playing well, like that's some I think that's the theme that we've had so far. They are not playing good baseball. Don't you look back at your manager and, I mean, at what point can you say that's on Dave Roberts? What situation will predict? Is it only, well, he took him out after six innings and he should have kept him in for another inning? Again, I don't think he's making a ton of those decisions either. You know that. So what does he do besides he, the soft skills? He's the one that takes responsibility for stuff that may or may not be his fault. He's the one that's there to be, hey, look, I, I, I'm the one that you get to talk to about Keep that this check stuff. coming in the mail. I'm the one that's going to stand up, and I'm going to I'm, I'm going to do this. And I think that his soft skills are meaningful. I think that they are, mm-hmm. but I don't know. And look, at some point, if the team – Emily brought up a good point a second ago. This is the first team they've had in a while that you're like, they're okay. They're not a great team. They're an okay team. And seeing him with an okay team, I think maybe you could say, listen, you got to get a little more out of this than you're getting. I just like somebody to be a little bit more specific with it. They've they're playing half their team is unproven or below the line. The other half's way above the line. Like we talked about before, it's a little bit more traditional as how they're going about it. But this isn't managerial things that I'm seeing that don't make sense. These are players playing poorly. How Chris Taylor's playing poorly. So should we Miguel be saying, Rojas plays poorly. What would you like him to do? So should about we that? be saying if we're going to give Andrew Friedman all the credit in the that, world? That I think is a better argument. Is this is this the time when we're saying, wait a minute here? So in a year that you're trying to figure out, you're trying to. I'm not. I I don't think this is all going to come. Shohei Otani is not going to make a decision on how the Dodgers do this year specifically. How's he doing, by the way? He's pretty good. <laughs> Was he got eight homers in ten games? Yeah, you want to know who leads in almost every category for on the both Angels? sides? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a show of Tony. But um, all right, but I, I so the, the only thing I'd say this in a year where okay, you were not aggressive at going out and grabbing players. Mm-hmm. The NL West technically is still wide open and was wide open coming in, even though maybe you thought Padres are going to jump off. It's not. It has been Arizona. They've been consistent, but in a year that. You could have, hypothetically, with all the young pieces that you have, with this kind of core of players that you have, then should we be talking about Andrew Friedman and not Dave Roberts? It's an interesting question. We should continue to talk about it because maybe— Because all he gets is compliments. Right. It could have been the plan, though. It could have been the plan, and here's the thing. When you put together 10 really good seasons, and all of a sudden number 11 is like, that's not great, people are like, give it a second. That maybe you're not super quick to jump on it because of like the thing with the moves or lack thereof, the fact that they don't go and spend or they're yeah. very reluctant. Instead of saying, "Well, just go do it," when it's like, "Well, why can you really get that worked up about it when most of the decisions they make benefit have the worked. team? Yeah. They, they, they have, but I think you're in, what you bring up is interesting. Maybe instead of, "Hey, listen, we're going to kind of take a step," this is the opportunity where you do kind of jump on it because it is so wide open. Because the division and the National League, minus the Atlanta Braves, is somewhere between mediocre to less than that. Now, maybe one move could be the difference between you being the favorite, which they've been, and it hasn't worked out. I think they're just kind of sitting there saying, "Wait, wait, wait, wait," mm-hmm. and then right before the deadline, if there's something to make sense for us, I don't think you're going to see him do a whole lot. I don't think you're going to see him do any pressure on Dave Roberts. Where do you, who are you going to get? What are you going to do? 
What has he done that's been so egregious? Bullpen guys? Who? Right? Mm -hmm. You're right. Their their bullpen stinks, Mm -hmm. but it's not like, hey, this guy over here and that guy over there. Everybody wants the one or two guys that we all know. You want to overpay to go get Liam Hendricks? Really? Mm -hmm. Really? That's something you want to do or you want to wait and maybe hope that Ryan Pepio gets healthy and it doesn't cost you a thing. They're in a weird spot for the first time in about 10 years. Ask Slee. Go ahead and send him in. 877-710-3776. 877-710-ESPN. Of course, you can send him to me and M on Twitter as well, at Travis Rogers, at Emily Hebel. It's all coming up. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so you know how it is. We can do a tweet. We can do a phone call. What's your preference? All right, let's take uh, let's take a phone call. Let's do it. Torrance and Hendrick in Torrance. You're on Ask Slee. What's up? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Great. My question for you. I got a got a friend coming down from out of state. If they're here for one day, what's the ideal California day? Overflow them with joy and everything. What's what's your ideal day? All right, ideal day here in SoCal. I Trav, let's let's question, let's talk this through here because okay, come on guys, <laughs> stay professional here. Also, probably assume it's like LA, like near Torrance, yeah. probably where it's going to be. Well, you, I, I want to. If I have somebody coming and I'm in the Torrance area, I want to do things coastal. I want to do things on the beach. I want to do things, some type of restaurant. Can we sit there, enjoy a nice margarita, some good Mexican food overlooking the ocean? Can we do something like that? Do you want to, I guess this is the question. Do you want to bring them up to Hollywood? Do you want to do all that? It depends on where they're coming from. If they're coming from another city, then no, you don't. If they're coming from a, a smaller town, and this is like the one chance to go see Hollywood you do and everything else, a little LA. That's because the beach is certainly a part of LA, yeah. but there's beaches in a lot of places, right? Yeah. They, they could also be from another beach town, right? Right. So I think you do want to do something a little LA specific, like okay, like, what's the one? If you got like an LA staple, what is it? Honestly, I think you come downtown. I think you do a little meal at Grand Central Market. Okay. Just kind of show that everything that there is in this city is in one spot. Yep. A Dodger game is not a bad deal because you get a little cross-section of mm-hmm. most of the city there. And go see something, whether it's music or whether it's a, a show or something like that here. Hollywood Bowl, if we could throw Hollywood, Hollywood Bowl in the Bowl mix. Hollywood Bowl would be amazing. And then maybe one of those iconic L.A eateries right just something like that to do something that is specific to la that you couldn't do somewhere and else. if they live somewhere where they've never had in and out go go get your uh yeah. in and out right choice. there 
Great choice. I think like hang out at LAX for a little bit. Yeah, I think it's like you you have to kind of like I think choose between like if you're in a Dodger game, you do Dodger game and you do downtown and you do like Echo Park or like yeah. Silver Lake because Silver Lake you can see the Hollywood sign, you can see Griffith Park Observatory, you could probably even like get to see that. So there's that section over there. There's obviously the like Santa Monica Pier. There's the Hermosa Beach. There's that area if you're going to go like to the west side of stuff. But Hollywood Bowl is great if they have someone that you want to see. You know, you could skip me with the Santa Monica Pier. That, that that's one of those. That I People know like to see it. It's a you glamour know? shot, yeah. right? So yeah. U.S. Open in town this week, right? Yeah. You could have written. It's going to be Griffith Park Observatory. Yep. Hollywood sign. Take a shawl. Downtown Santa Monica Pier. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yep. Like those are the 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 uh, man's yeah. Chinese theater. They're going to have all of those. And it's like bang, 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 bang. There they all are. All right. There's like and, two and I love the, and like, a random Trader Joe's. <laughs> Probably. I love the um to walk the strand and do like I like to do like from Manhattan Beach to Hermosa Beach and you see the two piers and you go and eat around there. That's always a good place to go to. All right, here's another one. John in Huntington Beach. What's your go to hangover move? Hashtag Astley. Uh just eat bad. That's it. That's more than anything else. I just end up all right, Taylor, again. I mean, let's can we keep this classy, please? <laughs> it's working. It is working. Um I like I just need some grease, you know, preferably probably going to have pizza and at least this is the last time I was hung over. Pizza and wings is what I did. I just need grease. I need something that's bad. I need something that just for about 3 minutes makes me feel like I'm good and then I just go back to feeling bad. <laughs> so it, you're right. The the eating the greasy stuff is the only way to kind of at least very very temporarily make yourself feel better. If you're actually trying to get it over with quicker. Yep. You hydrate to, you have to go exercise mm. it's, yep. the, it's the only thing but you can do that it's almost it's virtually impossible but if you are bless if you, you get up and just go for like a pretty good just get a sweat on yeah you almost always feel better afterwards swimming is the by far the number one thing that you could do if you have access to water but like yeah the the going to for a bike ride going walking is all that stuff you get, yeah. get that out of your body yeah i love the just sit there and don't do anything That's and 98 percent of the time yeah 98 but, but if they once in a while it's like i think i'm gonna die i'm gonna go walk it off all right so this one is from christopher holmes and this is funny because i asked this question to tyler and he had a completely different answer than i did all right so he asks what's the correct way to cut a sandwich straight across or diagonal and obviously you can change it say for certain sandwiches you cut it certain ways i go diagonal you know if it's just your diagonal or just a little like that or do you go like 45 degree angle? I think 45, in half. yep, <laughs> sandwich in half. And I just think it's that's the easier way Two to triangles. eat it, right? Like I could start that at that top. You start at the point. I got the point. Yeah. And then I could go from there. It, I mean, I guess it obviously depends on. Um, actually, no, it doesn't depend for me. I, 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 I go that way. And the cross section, it looks like prettier when you do that too, when mm-hmm. you show it off. But Diagonal. So for me, anything with lunch meats, like turkey, ham, mm-hmm. prosciutto, all it's just. Diagonal, but a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or anything with jam is down the middle and the two rectangles. Because, because that's how I like to eat it. <laughs> okay. It tastes better that There's way. There's no reason. It tastes no better. The taste reason. is different. I'm, I think we should ask Dave Roberts. <laughs> I'm not perpendicular. I'm not 45. Just yeah. slightly askew. So you get the point. You need yep. the point. You need a, you need an entry. Point Dave probably cuts it four ways. <laughs> Like a club sandwich? Yep. In the Cuts it just like that. Orders. You want to know why? Because you can't run a subway if it's life dependent on it. <laughs> Do you think that Trav hits another home run at the softball games from Raider? Okay, Raider. honest, honest, no, I don't. I think you got your one out. And I don't think you need to hit any more home runs for the rest of your life because you always have one uh, under your belt. So, no, 
I don't think so. There's no chance. Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep! That, I, by the way, I did not do that. That was not me. Don't believe you. Um, there's no chance. It was the luckiest thing in the world. This is not a slow play. I, I will do everything out there. Except Bro, you hit a home Does run. Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep! You turned on one. Yeah. I know I did hit one, but it was not. I still don't understand it. Was it was basically luck. And when you were rounding the bases, I'm like, I, I think I'm still you fugazied me. It well, Slee, now you gotta hit. You have to hit one this year. I think you can. Yeah. I don't know, actually. I don't. I don't know if I can. The field, the the the, the fence is what 150 feet away. I played softball three times in my life. I think I that's what. What did Yates say that the reason he didn't hit any home runs last year because the field was too small? I think is that what a, he said? I believe that was one of. <laughs> that's his not a real line. Hey, I believe that was an excuse. Come on, Yates. Too busy probably stretching to to go do that. You catch a superstar athlete doing something illegal, like cheating the game in a very sneaky way. Yep. But nobody else sees. Only you. Yep. Do you just turn your cheek the other way or ask him for money or he'll tell everybody? It's from Manson the Clown. No, I just tell everybody that this guy is cheating. He's cheating in front of all of us. I saw how he's cheating. I don't need the money. I don't need any of that. I just need this guy to know. I need everybody to know that he's cheating. Are there variables if it's one of your teams? You see Manny, I'm just, Manny Machado's mm-hmm. corking his bat on deck and you're the only one that sees it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm just gonna let that one go. No, you gotta, can't do it. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing that we just sit here with the Astros of hating the Astros. Oh, that's totally hating how they cheated and everything else. The the Astros thing was like espionage. This was corking your bat and putting like pine tar on your fingers. That's like jaywalking. It's crime. Can't Mm. do it. But it's one of those. All right, you got to you know well, slap on the wrist, keep moving. The other one is everyone does it. Okay, okay, but what if secrets? What is what if? It's your own teammate, and you're on the Astros. What are you doing there? That's a trickier one. Now, who was because it? Mike Friars or Frears or whatever you say it? He was the, the one cri- that Yeah, he's out. the one that started the whole thing. Yeah. If the crime, if it's, no, Al, literally every player is doing this, whatever, okay, that doesn't matter. But if you're on the team where you're watching them in the back say, okay, hey, this is how we're going to cheat. It eventually I'm not happened. okay with that. No, no, and... But nobody did it while they were there. They only did it <laughs> after they left. They'd left yeah, right. Right. And I get it because guys are losing jobs. They're getting their careers bombed out. But mm-hmm. no one in the moment's like, uh, hey, I got a problem with this and I'm going to say something if we don't knock it off. True. Nobody did that. Because you're winning and winning titles. and Yeah. yeah I, but to Al's point, there is a point like, look, this is not right. Like, there's cheating, which is stealing signs, corking a bat, pine tar. Hey, guys, and, everybody's doing that. And then there's, let's bang a trash can and ruin the World Series. There's yeah. degrees to this. Nobody Karma's coming, too. Thing. Karma's coming. Wouldn't it have gotten here? They won the yeah, World they Series haven't, last yeah. year. <laughs> Karma's not coming, yeah, I guess. I feel like they'd missed them. Maybe <laughs> maybe at some point in the future, Hall of Fame inductions, I don't maybe know. Maybe the baseball gods love it. Who knows? One more. Capitano Matt. Which of these deserves a 2023 reboot? The Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? So I, I wasn't Brady Bunch a little bit I watched a little bit but both of those neither of those really do anything for me if if you're more along the you can have a more definitive answer go ahead the Brady Bunch would not work now because unless you did it like super campy on purpose like how weird they are yeah right you could you could lean into that that this is a if family, you embrace the that, that this family actually doesn't exist in the modern world sure. you could do that a partridge family you, whatever as long as they bring the bus back I'm good with the with whatever happens after that Chris Paul is on his way to Washington maybe or is he coming back to LA that's next it's Travis Lee 710 ESP